0: So you haven't had a coffee yet?
1: No, I literally just cracked my boss, my boss, Satori Boss Coffee, ice long black, cold brew. Why are you saying it
0: like it's an ad? (laughs) We are definitely not spawns, like, that's not a thing. Satori,
1: please sponsor me, I I will, you don't even have to pay me, just give me free iced coffee. (laughs) I had a fun fact, can't remember what it was, so instead I'm going to go with another one I recently learnt. Did you know, chameleon skeletons glow in the dark, even through the skin.
0: Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Eh. It's equal parts, like, cool and gross at the same time. Yeah, and
1: black lights are super old technology.
0: That doesn't surprise me, because I feel like they've been around for a long time.
1: I'm talking, like, thousands of years. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because, like, if you take a black light to, like, old tapestries and stuff, there's more stuff you can see. Interesting. Yeah, and, like, you can apparently use them to see if, like, priests used to use them to see if people had, like, washed their hands and stuff, and it's like, we know what it is and why it works, but that would have literally been magic to people back then.
0: That's kind of amazing.
1: But I guess it makes sense. Like, I'm sure a car is magic if we took it back 300 years, 500 years.
0: Well, there is that.
1: The computer, mobile phones, it's
0: fucking magic, man. I mean, phones definitely, because, like, you know, you basically have the world's knowledge in your pocket. Mm. It's kind of crazy when you I think have about it. the Library
1: it. of Alexandria in my pocket, and it's full of right-wing and conspiracy theory nut jobs. There is that. <laughs> and left-wing <laughs> nut jobs. Those exist too. We can't ignore that. This is
0: true. This is true.
1: I have a story planned that I'm going to do next week, hopefully. okay, and honestly, I think it could be good content for your other podcast, uh, Devil's margarita
0: oh okay so
1: if you if you're into true kind, heart does have a other podcast that updates sporadically, shall we say?
0: <laughs> at the moment, yes, but they've got we've got some things in the works, so like it's all it's all good.
1: but uh, you'll have to wait till next week to find out what it is on the next episode, oh my God oh. Hello and welcome to Fuck Me Dead, the podcast that brings you the stories from Australia. and his buddies that just make you say, fuck me dead, I'm CJ!
0: Um, and I'm Amanda, but I'm not going to say it like that. Uh. <laughs> Are you okay?
1: No. No? No. I'm pretty sad, possibly. Can't tell you...
0: Uh, I, I could tell, if I'm being honest.
1: Oh. Yeah, I don't even know why.
0: You know, lockdown, all that. Although, at least you know we now have a, a roadmap.
1: A roadmap to, uh... that puts us... 45 days into lockdown, 6 and 45-ish days away from its end. 38. Yes.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, end of October, right?
1: Mm. I think a part of me needs to accept the fact that I'm using lockdown as an excuse, and a part of me kind of doesn't want it to end.
0: What are you using it as an excuse for?
1: To be stagnant.
0: You're being stagnant's boring.
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm technically... In the process of applying for a new, hopefully life changing job, but last night update I got on that was we'll let you know in October. So
0: I told you that the, that that, oh, that would take
1: some time. I It's going to take time, but it's just like sitting around waiting. I'm like, should I be doing something else? Am I wasting time? Well,
0: we've had these discussions before, where I think that I I personally think that it would be better for you if you were doing something else in the yeah, meantime.
1: Same, um, but I did, It's your
0: life and your decision. I,
1: I did I did go on a little uh, poke around. Uh, the, okay you're gonna the have to be way market. more specific
0: about what you poked around
1: in <laughs> the, the job market okay <laughs> i don't know there's a giant covid hub opening up near me and i know i've said like i kind of don't want to do stuff like that but i'm like it's sort of perfect because it's like contract work
0: mm-hmm. doing what Oh, taking people's temperatures was it that, that one,
1: one of them's temperatures and then like other ones like admin support at the thing and then another one is like looks like i could be a data like a like a what what do you call those people the, the, the trackers?
0: I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: The the, the COVID trackers? Tracers?
0: Oh, like contact traces.
1: Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Maybe. Okay. The role just says, enter data in surveillance system in an accurate timely manner. Administer basic quality controls to all COVID-19 related notifications. So it actually looks like I'd just be updating like the hotspot list. Okay. So I haven't applied for any of these yet. I was like scrolling around like 11 in the evening, but they're still there.
0: I mean, I think it'd be really good.
1: I will say, like the idea of being a contact tracer did it. Like I've thought about something like, that sounds fun: investigating things and be like, "Ooh, where have you been? <laughs> you Naughty people! Tell me." Sorry, um, like I was being like And Then you of- get to
0: hear about how many different bunnings they went to in yeah. the same day.
1: I've been to kind of wrong, dead wrong, long <laughs> yeah. and oh, fuck's sake! All right, tell where haven't you been? <laughs> The hospital to get tested now um <laughs> yeah now i saw a really sad tiktok last night only like three thousand likes and stuff um but it was like this guy clearly living in western sydney and um mm-hmm. he was covid positive but he's asymptomatic oh okay and he's like you notice out there telling all the other hubby's and stuff how like it's true don't fuck with it how he's infected 30 members of his family and they're all suffering while he's fuck. fine and I felt really bad for the guy, and I'm like, I don't know, I've definitely moved past the point of laughing at people who ignored COVID and then get COVID, and now I'm just really sad about that, that stuff is happening, because it is sad. Yeah. Yeah, and he's talking everything from, like, his grandmother to his one-year-old child had it, and they're all coughing, and unable to do anything, and he's fine. Jeez. He's still positive, and he's like, he only went to the doctor for a Regular checkup or something like you didn't because he's mm. like I never thought to get tested because I had no symptoms and he was like thank God well, I yeah, why would did because they always he's like yeah I've given it to thirty members of my family but I could have given it to a hundred other people kind of thing so
0: Jesus Christ okay
1: poor guy I think that would be the worst one we're like you're asymptomatic and you give it to everyone else in your family kind of thing and they all suffer and you're fine and it was your yeah, you all fuck up. Really You'd just be like Jesus
0: I think I'm I've come to accept that most people are probably going to get COVID. <laughs>
1: I don't think it'll be most people.
0: I don't know. Because, like, we're just going to let it go, you know? Like, I mean, just because you're vaccinated it doesn't mean that you can't get it. We're just going to be fucking passing it around. Yeah,
1: but the difference of, Whatever. like, in America, it's like, if you're unvaccinated, you've got a 1 in 8 chance of getting COVID. But if you are vaccinated...
0: I did see those um, statistics recently. Yeah, if you're pretty...
1: unvaccinated, it's like 1 in 300 and something, or 1 in 1,000. or It's something significantly different. Yeah. And um, it's the same for any vaccine. Like, no vaccine is 100% effective. Oh, absolutely. And the difference between like okay, that's your chances of getting it and then your chances of dying from it are even less. It's like yeah.
0: I'm not I'm not saying that vaccinations aren't worth it.
1: Yeah, I know what you're like, saying. Like
0: obviously I think that I think that they are. I just think that most people are gonna get it in some capacity, whether that's
1: mild or not. But even like look at Sydney, they've because, finally dropped under a thousand cases.
0: Well, I mean, this is the thing, like I don't know a lot about um, you know, infectious diseases or anything like that, but mm. if you look at like other big ones that we kind of know about, they do tend to kind of burn out. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe they're getting to that point.
1: It always comes in peaks I'm not troughs, sure. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I, or, the- I mean, the other thing is warmer weather also helps. Yeah, I think the big vax drive up there is also helping, though.
0: Oh, absolutely. Because I was like, oh, I watched the presser today for Melbourne. And honestly, the comment section is just, I think, I swear I lose brain cells every time <laughs> I look at it. Uh, but there was like one where it's like, how come all these people are getting vaccinated, but we still have cases? It's only like 45% or something that's double-vaxxed. Yeah. That still leaves, like, how many people who are susceptible to any? Like,
1: (laughs) It's like you see people in America now being like, oh, why is the virus now only targeting the unvaccinated and those who choose not to get it? This is very suspicious. No, it's not.
0: No, that's literally how a vaccine works, you fucks.
1: And they're like, the government is making it target us to wipe us out. Like, no, no, you
0: fool. How do they think the government can control something like that? Like I mean, it says a lot about what they think their government is capable of. Yeah. Like they're they're people. They can't control a fucking virus and who it picks. Can't I they? anyway. Oh, apparently they can. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Appar- apparently, the government's god now. Oh dear. Do you have any headlines this week?
1: I have a couple. Because um, I don't
0: have many, so I've only got five.
1: Four. So Maybe you should go first.
0: This one, I want to know how they figured this out, but turns out cows can be potty trained as easily as toddlers. Huh. Interesting. What
1: are the applications of this?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Pet cows? Um, like uh, One, like, how did you figure this out? Two, why did you figure this out? <laughs> Three, now what are you going to do with this information?
1: Make all the cows poop in one place.
0: I mean, I guess it would be, it would make cleaning up easier. Harvesting
1: manure a lot easier.
0: Well, there you go. Okay, there you go. There's the application.
1: Well, keeping to a barnyard theme, pigs can play video games with their snouts. <laughs>
0: Oh, cute!
1: And we're talking, like, joysticks. They can operate joysticks, so...
0: Like, are they actually playing video games? Yeah. Where is
1: the Twitch stream? There's <laughs> a Twitch stream
0: that's because just... I like I want to watch that. Box.
1: But yeah, pigs can play oh, yeah. the Atari 2600. And arcade Hell cabinets, yeah. I guess.
0: Now I feel mildly, um, you know, guilty about having bacon at breakfast.
1: <laughs> you could have played Street Fighter with that pig, instead you ate it.
0: Okay, well, that's rude. This one, I worry for humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you say the horse, um, the horse medication? Is it? Ivermectin. Ivermec- Ivermectin. That's it. Yeah.
1: Ketamine for the millennials, Ivermectin for the boomers.
0: <laughs> don't use Ivermectin-soaked tampons as COVID-19 prevention.
1: Why would the virus go through <laughs> your vagina? <laughs> Did you see, um, you know, Ella, I don't remember her last time on TikTok.
0: Uh, I'm assuming you're talking about the redhead. Ella
1: Watkins, I think her name is, yes. Uh, yeah, I love her. Hilarious. She's the greatest. I liked her latest love one her. where like she was responding to someone asking what you do with the tampon string.
0: I just watched that this Fuck, morning that and I was, that was like, so that funny. is so good.
1: <laughs> and the babies use it to climb down safely into the new world. I'm like, what? <laughs> well,
0: I mean like who asked these questions? Like, are men really that confused about tampons? I guess so. I because mean, look,
1: I can make an educated guess as to what you do with the string. You tuck it away, and then you use it to get the thing out when it's done. Um, you don't tuck it away. I mean, like, no. Okay,
0: so men are that confused about tampons. I take it back. I mean,
1: like, you shove, I mean, like, you know, like you just sort of like put it. I just assume you tuck it in the underwear so it's not hanging out. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. That's, that's basically. what I bet not like you fucking.
0: Okay, because I was like, <laughs> are, you, are you saying you like tuck it up no. there? Like, no, that's God, no. the reason why it hangs out, so you can get it out of there. <laughs>
1: I don't know, I think there are a lot of things Dear people Lord. don't realise they don't know about the other sex. I like to think I'm well, a I little mean, bit... Well, I
0: mean, I discovered something this morning. Yes, I so... was about to refer
1: to that. Um, whereas I like to think I'm better educated than most, uh, things like <laughs> that, but I'm not going to claim I'm an expert.
0: Um, so, yeah, this morning there was a discussion um, in our like friend group uh, Discord about um, men and peeing, which I didn't... I still don't really quite understand
1: so, how. men know exactly what this is like um you go to the bathroom and you stop and you give it a shake or a dry or whatever and you're like all right fine and then you put it back in your pants and it's like you know there's like that fucking drip that sometimes comes out and there's nothing you can do about it and uh, women didn't know that it existed
0: no i'm very confused
1: yeah and as it was later pointed Um, out
0: about how that's a thing the, the
1: urethra is really more like a hose than it is like anything else and sometimes the muscles are on break
0: Okay, well, yeah, I didn't know that that was a thing, and I find it very confusing, because mm. obviously that's not a thing for women. Yeah.
1: There you go. We're all ignorant of each other.
0: <laughs> so, dudes don't know tampons, women don't understand peeing, or what it's like for men to pee. Yep. Okay.
1: <laughs> Whose headline is it? that? It's Is Biter? Oh, yeah, it is too. Yeah, short uh, turn. turn. Uh, I fucking love this. That fella down under, Joe Biden forgets Scott Morrison's name during historic pact announcement.
0: That was, I hope, that ScoMo lays awake at night and remembers how Joe Biden didn't remember his name.
1: that fella from Down Under, his pal.
0: (laughs) 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 It's so funny because, like, ScoMo will do anything that America tells him to, and they don't even remember who he is. Yeah, that's great. It's amazing. the whole
1: reason we bought these submarines is because they sent like, some guy here, and he was like, well, if you don't buy our submarines and you don't side with America, we're going to attack you. Have you seen that video?
0: No, I haven't actually. Oh think. yeah,
1: the guy basically came and said, if you don't side with America, you're our enemy and we will attack you. And I'm like, can't we, can't, can't we just be neutral?
0: Yeah. Oh dear. I love um, how petty
1: France has been though. Yeah, same. Fuck that But
0: it, isn't that like just such a French thing to,
1: like mm, mm, such mm. a French reaction? <laughs> yeah, but I, I loved how they're like, how come you didn't condemn Boris Johnson and like, we expected it of him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> They're, like, fuck America. They're like, fuck you America and Australia for, like, negative our submarine deal. What about Boris Johnson? We expect him to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we know he's a wanker. Okay, well, talking about um penises.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: <laughs> teen 15 gets USB cables stuck inside his member trying to measure length.
1: Yes, I had a long and thorough discussion about this on Twitter over the past few days.
0: Oh, really? I. Okay, why a USB cable?
1: I think he was playing. Like, why, why is that a unit of measurement? Like, because then he could pull it out and like measure from like how far in it went to the end.
0: So I'm assuming that he tried to do it internally because he thought it would be longer.
1: I think he was just curious to how long his urethra outside. was, not the length of his penis. But yeah,
0: I'm sorry. Like sounding, I will never understand it. It just
1: I, I don't even X-rays. have a penis,
0: and it feels uncomfortable.
1: They had to um go in and cut open his gooch to get it out.
0: Oh. God.
1: And um you know when you put your head your, your iPhone headphones in your pocket mm. and they get tangled?
0: Oh no Turns out
1: if you put a USB cable up your ether it'll do the same thing.
0: No <laughs>
1: So they had to like cut him open at the gooch and then cut the cable apart and take it out in chunks.
0: Oh fuck. This kid's fifteen. That poor guy, yeah.
1: The good news, the good news and why we could laugh at this is that He's fully recovered, and there are no lasting signs of damage.
0: Okay, but still, that's a horrific um, thing to go through, especially at fucking 15.
1: <laughs> oh. uh, I also had that headline, but I also had a different variation of oh, okay. it, which was, uh, Some poor bloke got a okay. USB cable lodged inside his dick, and the x-ray is legit nightmare fuel. Thanks, Pedestrian.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I am... Um- I mean, pedestrian, that's great, but also I'm glad I didn't see the photo because I don't want to see it.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's no different to like, when you see those photos of people have like shoved fucking light bulbs and shit up their butt.
0: Out of all the things that you can shove up your butt, I feel like a light know, bulb right? is probably
1: what one of the ask- most dangerous. Not the first time I've mentioned this in the past couple of days either, for some reason. <laughs> okay.
0: Indiana man called 911 over and over to say he was tired. Cool. Same, but I'm not calling triple zero for it. Cool.
1: Good, good, good use of resources. <laughs> Brazil striker Hulk... Announces niece is pregnant with his child in social media post.
0: Hang on, can you repeat that for me?
1: Brazil striker, who I'm, I'm thinking is like a football guy, Hulk, announces mm-hmm. niece is pregnant with his child in social media post.
0: Isn't that illegal?
1: It's Brazil.
0: Is my answer.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's still frowned uh, upon in Brazil. I'm sure Brazil Brazil's got other problems to deal with than some guy called Hulk impregnating his niece.
0: Oh, just it makes me feel very uncomfortable.
1: Mm. Yeah, that ain't that ain't right. I wonder how his brother feels.
0: Uh, look, uh, yeah, probably not good. <laughs> sister, I'm going to go out and let him say not good. I it
1: could have been either. I don't know.
0: Uh, I'm going well, to end on a more light note. Mm. But also, I'm infuriated at the same time. Airbnb host denies metal fan lodging due to disturbing music taste. <laughs> That's
1: fucking rude. Was it listening to Disturbed? Ah,
0: uh, ah, uh, uh- I, I think, like, some people would get really offended of you, about you calling Disturbed Metal. I know.
1: I knew as soon as I said it, it would be bad, <laughs>
0: but whatever. Oh, well, I'll look forward to those emails. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I think that you should go first. Oh? Um, Story-wise today. Oh? Oh, hang on, wait, no, maybe I should go first, because I, w- I don't want my story to be, my third story to be last.
1: My last story should work fine. I just scrolled out. down, I couldn't remember what I'd fucking written.
0: <laughs> it should work good as a last story? Yeah, it
1: should be fine. It's a quick little... Something, something. Well, my
0: first one is horrific, so maybe we should just get that one out of the way. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, my first story, it's not great. It's, it's not going to be a good time. I'm just going to forewarn you. Hmm. So back in, back in June this year, Natasha Beth Darcy was found guilty of murdering Matthew Dunbar in 2017.
1: Name's ringing a bell.
0: Do you want to have a guess? I, I, when I read Matthew Dunbar, I'm like, no, I remember that. Like, that sounds yeah, super funny. Yeah, that name rings
1: a bell, but I... Okay. Well, what am I guessing? Her uh, sentence time?
0: No, no. I'm going to say, do you want to take a guess at, as to why she murdered him?
1: I feel like I do know the answer to this, um, but I can't think. So let me go with... He didn't like her makeup. <laughs> no, <laughs>
0: that's not correct. But I will tell you in a moment. Because if you ask Natasha why she did it, she'll tell you that it was an assisted suicide.
1: Ah... Uh.
0: Um, Natasha and Matthew were in a relationship and they lived together on a Merino property near Tamworth. Um, and apparently Matthew had at some stage told Natasha that he'd been depressed and that he was questioning his sexuality and that he wanted to commit suicide. Now, whether there's any like validity to any of that is really questionable. I read the, he was gay comment quite a bit when I was like, cause I looked at more than one um, article for this, mm. but it kind of seems like there is no evidence Apart from Natasha saying it, yeah, of that being true. So, uh,
1: and I feel like if you were going for the assisted suicide route, you would probably write a note explaining that that's all true.
0: Yeah. Um. I just, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't buy this at all. Mm. I mean, maybe he was depressed. I don't know whether he was questioning his sexuality or that he wanted to commit suicide. Yeah. No idea, honestly. And it's hard to kind of take her word for it because obviously she's going to say whatever it takes to. Not go to prison for
1: it. Yeah, I don't know if it was here or um, somewhere else, but I I thought this was the case where like same thing where like but it was like a the guy's girlfriend there in high school and they she texted him over phone to commit convince, convince him to kill himself.
0: I do remember that. Yeah, but didn't he actually end up killing did, himself? Yeah. And I mean, I know that that is controversial, but I actually do think that she should
1: be punished for that. Definitely, that's like murder by proxy um, I think, if that's a thing.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like obviously encouraging anyone to commit suicide is awful. I mean I'm not sure that's a crime, but when they actually do commit suicide, then I really feel like you do you're partially responsible for that. Yeah. I anyway, that might be controversial, but whatever. So Natasha did initially claim that Matthew had committed suicide mm-hmm. when the body was initially found, that she had nothing to do with him. Um, that he had just killed
1: himself. Okay.
0: It was found later that she had done some Google searches.
1: How to dispose of body?
0: Incl no, including how to commit murder. <laughs> and can the police see websites you visited on your phone?
1: <laughs> I hope she googled them in that order, where she was Me like, too. "How to <laughs> <a> commit <cute laughs> murder." Oh fuck! <laughs> oh no, can they see they this the incognito? Um, the yes, uh, is yes. The answer is yes, and thanks to a oh. new law that just got passed in Australia, uh, the police can now take over your social media accounts and post as you and delete things or comment things pretending to be you on your profile. And while they do need- a- And I
0: don't even think they have to ask you to do that. Like, you could never know that they're even in there. They
1: do have to serve you a warrant, Isn't that- but to do okay. that, they need to have reasonable, or well, like a reason to suspect you, uh, but they can also just start going mm-hmm. through your stuff three days before they receive the warrant. Yeah. So.
0: I know a lot of people are angry about that, but I'm like, I don't care yeah i don't know i don't have anything to hide whatever
1: i don't know it could go bad but yeah i'm the same like it's probably not gonna affect me personally but yeah
0: there is that as well you
1: could get into situations where (laughs) they go in and start planting fake digital evidence and deleting things that prove your innocence and stuff
0: yeah okay that's fair but also wouldn't they be able to see that well okay that opens up a whole other conversation about how the police shouldn't police themselves yeah
1: (laughs) i was like yeah (laughs) anyway
0: (laughs) that's the problem that's the problem not the law
1: yeah, so Dumbo here didn't use incognito mode. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they could yeah, I know, that's the, see that's it anyway, the even if you had.
0: But, <laughs> I mean, look, to me that doesn't sound like a person who just White happened to come across their do it partner. in incognito mode, then
1: the government can't find oh my me. my <laughs>
0: I don't know, like searching how to commit murder and can the police see what I search <laughs> doesn't sound like a person who's just come across their partner after they've died.
1: I feel like the police would just have like a bot that automatically pings someone when it when someone in Australia googles can the police see what I'm googling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if they don't, they have, set it up right that just now. Like a
1: red flag to begin with to me. They're like, hey,
0: <laughs> you would obviously get like some some pings that were pretty useless, like I don't know, kids doing assignments or something. Yeah. But also maybe just better safe than sorry. I set it up. Guys, if you haven't done it already, just do it. <laughs> so here's what really happened. Natasha gave Matthew a smoothie that contained a cocktail of sedatives mm-hmm. before she moved a gas tank into the room where he was sleeping. Right. When I, when I read that, I'm like, oh, so she just like put the gas tank in the room and he just like slowly was gassed to death. No, that is not what happened. No. Um, the forensic pathologist on the case said that he died from asphyxiation because of a plastic bag that was over his head filled with helium. Oh, yeah. Um, they also said that the mix of drugs in his system would have played a part in his death, obviously because most people can break out of a plastic bag. Yeah. Um. So she made it so that he couldn't escape and then, yeah, gassed him to death.
1: <sighs>
0: so why why would she why would she do this? It turns out that she was the sole beneficiary for his $3.5 million estate. Ah, that sounds a lot like a motive
1: to me. Oh, classic.
0: I mean, it really is like a stereotype yeah, at this point. it's like...
1: Two things that have stuck with humanity throughout all of history, right? Prostitution and murdering your significant other for money. Where's the lie?
0: <laughs> so if all of that doesn't convince you that it was murder, Natasha also had a few incidents with her previous husband as well. Mm. So in 2009, t- Natasha hit him in the head with a hammer while he was asleep. Is,
1: is that why they got divorced? Um, I fucking
0: <laughs> hope it is because Jesus Christ. Apparently she tried to hit him in the temple as well. I'm assuming that she just didn't have enough force behind it to do any actual damage mm. because he's fine spoiler her her other husband he's fine but uh, just days after that unsuccessful attempt again while he was asleep natasha set fire to their bedroom by pouring a tin of petrol on the floor and lighting it good god um so what was the motive money yeah. apparently the month previous she had taken out a life insurance policy on him so like someone was just desperate for some some dollars basically good god i think i don't know why
1: i mean but... that's so stupid to do it just a month later anyway that makes it so suspicious i don't know Anyway,
0: or maybe it's like one of those things where it's like, well, clearly it couldn't have been because it would be too obvious if I did it like that. Do you know what Mm. I mean? Um, One of the most interesting things I read, though, when I was reading about this, and I think this is the reason that we actually know the stuff that happened with the previous husband. So the previous husband was a paramedic who was one of the first responders on the scene for Matthew. Oh,
1: God. That must have been confronting for him. He got like, fuck, this could have been me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, a small country mm. town. I guess the odds of that aren't really that crazy. But to me, I'm like, that's such a coincidence. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway, so I, th- I think by this point we can all agree. Tasha's a psycho. I feel pretty safe. Yeah, She's not the nicest person, but it's going to get worse. So she's already, I, I, well, she's been found guilty. So I feel safe in saying she murdered me mm-hmm. She's now facing extra charges related to the murder. She's facing two counts of intending to pervert the course of justice. Because while she was in custody, she decided to offer to pay a former school friend $20,000 if they would lie to the court to, like, back up her story of it being suicide. (laughs) So they found these letters and they're detailed. Like, she gave them, like, dot points of what they had to say to make it convincing.
1: Good God. Don't let...
0: Or, like, I guess to back up her story.
1: Don't let this woman out. No.
0: Like... And also, if she ever does, no one ever get involved with her. Do not enter a relationship with this person. You will die. I, or get injured, Ooh. at least. Um. So if she's found guilty of those two counts, it will potentially add another 25 years to her prison sentence. So she hasn't actually been sentenced for his murder yet. The, the guilty verdict did come in in June, but the sentencing hearing hasn't happened yet. Ooh. So she is facing the possibility of life, and I personally think that she should get it yeah but it's next month so i might be able to actually update you on that one but i'm like she's she's definitely gonna get um be found guilty on the extra charges because they have the letters mm. like they have the evidence i don't understand how she would not be found guilty on those as well Letters
1: being sent by someone in prison to someone outside of prison is actually what saved my dad's life once oh really yeah i don't know if i've told you this story but um in i don't Guinea, think so. someone put a hit out on my dad what the fuck? Uh, I can't remember the exact reasons why he's ever told me the story once, and obviously it's not something I'd like to ask him about a lot. But essentially, like the letter was like for this guy imprisoned, to his lover on the outside say like make sure you cut his brakes so it looks like a fucking accident. Uh, but thankfully, the Holy police were reading all his letters, and so one day my dad came into work and there was uh, Mick, who was the head of police in Garoka at the time, mm. and he's like we need to have a chat. <laughs> I, I don't know. remember why they wanted to kill my dad now, but they did. Jesus Another Christ! Day okay. Energy. And but like for for the record, the guy who put the hit out was an expat. So you know, don't don't go thinking it was Papua New Guineans. Feel like okay. fucking foreigners did it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean that's a soundbite that's going to come back to one day.
1: Just saying. Okay, I'm a foreigner <laughs> in this country. I mean that's true. Oh well, hopefully she gets life.
0: I hope she does. I think it's justified.
1: It's definitely a case. One of these cases where like, if you let them out, they're just going to do it again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, even if even if you want to, like, take her word for it, well, obviously not her original word for it, because clearly he didn't do it himself, if it was assisted and that's what he wanted, you still can't fucking do mm. that. Like, you can't kill someone no matter what the circumstances are. Just don't, don't, don't. That's my message.
1: I won't say anything, but, yeah. In general, don't. <laughs> what do
0: you mean you won't say anything?
1: I can think of a highly unlikely scenario where I believe it would be acceptable.
0: Okay, all right. If if it's you, you or them... Okay. No, no, I, I no I'm i talking
1: like, this is, I mean, this isn't a problem here in Victoria anymore because uh, we've made euthanasia legal, but those kinds of Oh, places. okay.
0: Even then- But that's
1: different. It's not like they're depressed. It's like, I have a chronic illness or something like that kind of thing. I mean, yeah, completely different, different situation. Different,
0: so. But I, I still feel like the general blanket rule of don't kill people is a good mm. one. I stand yeah. by it.
1: And to keep just stealing your themes, uh, my next story is also <laughs> set in a small regional town.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: A resident of regional Victorian town, and I I had to ask someone how to say this, and I might say it wrong, but I think it's Tarelgon, even, okay. it, even though even though it's no Tarelgon. Tarelagon? Okay. Sounds like a Pokemon. Anyway. They were shopping at the local Aldi, and upon returning to their car they found a note attached to their windshield. And it read as follow GET BACK to Melbourne selfish cunt. <laughs>
0: I actually read this article. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the person writes their lowercase b like a six, by the way, which I thought was a weird choice, but whatever.
0: The handwriting was atrocious. And that's
1: why I read it like that, because I kept the capitals and lower cases in the proper places. (laughs) Well, so my next question was going to be, what would prompt someone to randomly do this to you? But you said you've read the article, so I assume you know.
0: I have. So I know. I know the answer, yes. The
1: reason why this woman received this note is because they thought that she was from Melbourne, because her car... Mm -hmm license plate. In Australia, when you buy a car from a dealership, they leave like, say like, I bought my Mazda 3 at Westride Mazda in Sydney. And so my original number plates had Westride Mazda on them because they leave it there mm-hmm. as a form of advertising yeah. for their business. Now, when I moved to Victoria and I got the Victorian plates, they just give you generic ones when you change your rego. So I don't have any of that on them anymore. They're also a lot bigger for some reason, whatever. Um. So someone has seen this, this car parked in the local supermarket shopping car park, red Melbourne whatever, and assume this person has broken lockdown and retreated to their regional town.
0: This I don't understand, because how, like, how many car dealerships are there
1: Yeah, in regional Victoria? I don't know. Regional towns usually have a lot of car dealerships.
0: I don't know. I feel like it's pretty common, if you're in a regional area, to go to the city to get a yeah. car.
1: I, it's also like, Terrell Glen is not that far away. It's only uh, an hour and a half drive, I think.
0: Okay, yeah. That's definitely reasonable to
1: go to the city or to the buy fact a car. That, like, you buy that car and then you move
0: or that i mean it could be <laughs> a- a- any number of possibilities yeah. really
1: like i get like life in a small town is very different and a lot of people who get born there just stay there their whole lives so, like the concept of moving to a different town or city is quite foreign oh. to them i suppose but yeah, yeah. people do it.
0: it it is a thing that <laughs> <Yeah>. happens yes
1: <laughs> people who do it it's not that it, crazy so i don't know this <laughs> person's a bit of a nut job thankfully everyone have read it, like the local social media was like what the hell's wrong with this person i'm so sorry this happened yeah don't judge people based on their number plates.
0: Uh, yeah, unless um, it's just such an odd- unless they're New South
1: Wales plates and it's a moving truck,
0: <laughs> then you can judge all you like. <laughs> but yeah, it's just so silly. I don't know. I I don't know if I've ever felt compelled to leave someone a note on their car before.
1: My roommate did to one of our neighbours' cars the other day, and they left chocolate on there as well. Just because there's not a lot of parking on our street, and so they're like, he'd right, like, okay. be like, "Can you park a little bit closer to some other vehicles? Because we could fit another car in here if you parked better." Uh, but then it started raining, so he went out and retrieved the <gasps> note and the chocolate, and then we ate it. But the chocolate was like melted and had a window wiper impression in it. Oh no! So we ate window wiper chocolate. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it was fine. I mean, you'd hate it anyway. It was eighty five percent dark, so
0: was oh, so gross. Good. Put it in the bin. <laughs> It's not even chocolate yes, at that point. more chocolate than anything. <laughs> it's not right. I don't approve.
1: What is your second tale?
0: I feel like we haven't complained about COVID enough in this episode because that's all we do now. So I've got, I've got one where we can complain about COVID. So I feel like by now we're basically being told at every presser that the, the way out of the current outbreak is to get vaccinated, right? Yeah. And I think that most people now would also know that they're intending to not allow people who aren't vaccinated into, like, restaurants retail etc etc so some new south wales businesses think they're above the law and have already started making claims that they'll allow people who aren't vaccinated into their establishments okay um so one pizza place in sydney southwest posted this on facebook recently it said we don't discriminate only if you ask for pineapple on pizza only joking. your pizza your choice your body your choice The post has since been deleted and the owner of the restaurant has disappeared from social media. (laughs) I can't imagine why. But they're not the only ones. A hair salon shared this to their Instagram. The caption read, we are a pro-freedom of choice business and in no way, shape or form support discrimination against our team, clients or fellow industry. We will, as per usual, be servicing all our clients and brides. All are welcome.
1: Clients and brides. Brides are not clients. No, they're a...
0: A whole category of themselves. Uh, (laughs) Since then, a bunch of businesses have done the same thing. Uh, One restaurant in Barawa uh, said that they welcome everyone jabbed or unjabbed. And an ice creamery who said that they would welcome all customers, whether they were vaccinated or not. I have issues. I mean, I'm happy for them to
1: say that they can do those because then I can avoid those places.
0: Well, I'm going to comment on that. But on the flip side of this, businesses have who have openly said that they would only allow fully vaccinated customers have also caught backlash. Yeah. Although I feel pretty positive or at least confident in saying that it's just the vocal anti-vax online community who are always mm. loud. Well, that's it. The, one, the, ones most saying,
1: the ones attacking the business are saying they will only serve mask people are on the anti-vax and the ones saying they won't are on the pro-vax. So, you know.
0: Mm. So, yeah, look, I I kind of feel like well, the anti-vax community is the minority anyway and they probably wouldn't be customers regardless. So, who gives a shit? Mm. So apparently, like legally, if a business ends up being responsible for an outbreak occurring because they allowed unvaccinated people like, into their venue I and assume. have been seen to be to be breaking the rules, they will obviously be fined. But also, the government can launch a class action against them, which I think would be basically breaking the business. Yeah. So I don't know whether it's worth it. No. Nah. For what what is going to be like twenty percent or I mean, less? My of people? main thing not
1: about these places. That it, to me, that just sounds like that the owners are probably not vaccinated anyway.
0: Yeah, so I don't want to go there. Actually, you know what? Be as vocal as you like, so I know where yeah, not which is to pretty go. That's what
1: I was getting at.
0: Look, I, I don't really understand why any business would do this um, unless you you know you're a staunch anti-vaxxer mm. or something. Because again, I think that we're going to reach the eighty percent vaccinated target pretty easily. Australia is notoriously known for high vaccination rates. Like we're pretty mm. good at it. We, there's not a lot of vaccination hesitancy it's here. There's actually
1: one suburb in, I think it's Schofields in New South Wales that has one of the highest. <laughs> it's near my hometown. They have one of the, if not the highest, rate of vaccination worldwide.
0: I mean, Schofields is also very small. So yeah, it's surprising. like a,
1: something stupid, like 90%. And it's all been spurred by like one doctor and some like health woman. It was like two people who were just like, everyone get vaccinated. And then the community mm. got on board and they're like, hell yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I lived like once, like I grew up one suburb over mm. from Schofields. Oh, die yeah, school. It's definitely Schofields.
1: not like the general like the people who <laughs> live out there are not the kind you'd normally expect to be like.
0: But I mean, like in saying that, because I grew up in the area, I know what the people are like yeah. pretty well. Most of those people will just do if a doctor tells you that you should do it; they'll just be oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, like the, I don't think that it's like it doesn't surprise yeah, me at I, all. I think the general scope is. is that
1: people are like oh, it's the. Ones in the West and stuff who like do the bad thing, and when and, it's, it's usually yeah. the other way around, where it's like so called like <laughs> rich people in the East who are like the dickheads about it. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, but I mean, I, that might just be my bias because I'm from the West, so therefore, this I think the one of the East. best arguments uh. I saw
1: against <laughs> anti vax today was like someone's tweet being like, if the vaccine was dangerous, they would have given it to poor people first, not the wealthy and the politicians. Yeah,
0: it's, it's a good
1: point. go mode um, right in line to get it.
0: But yeah, so like we we already like for other vaccinations have very high like vaccination mm. rates, which and I anticipate the same will happen for the COVID one. Obviously, even probably even more so. Wouldn't surprise me if COVID ends up being like our highest percentage of vaccination because obviously it has currently a much more detrimental effect on our yeah. life. So of course people are going to go out and get it, right? So why would a business choose to be like, well, I'm going to let in everyone, when that's alienating eighty percent at least plus. Of your potential customer yeah. base? Makes no fucking sense to me. I don't know. Are people just this dumb? Like, I don't get it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think, I don't know if these people think.
0: <laughs> uh, look, I, I know that there's like a bit of uh, like conversation, I guess, about whether not letting unvaccinated people into venues is a discriminatory thing. I personally don't think that way. I actually think the rule is there to protect you. Yeah. Because the vaccinated people, you know, we can pass it around and not have too much of an effect on yeah. us. But if you're unvaccinated and we pass it to you, you're fucked.
1: It's like all, uh.
0: So it's not to, like, stop you from doing things, it's to protect you so that you
1: don't fucking die. No one complained when we locked up typhoid I- <laughs> Mary for the rest of her life. Everyone was like, that's a good decision.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's maybe a horrible <laughs> comparison, but sure. <laughs> But yeah, I just, I had, I had opinions when I read that and I'm like, people are fucking dumb. Sure. C- claim, claim to be like anti-vax and that you're not going to, that you're going to let everyone in and all the vaccinated people won't go there. That's yeah, okay. for me.
1: I'm going to bring the mood right down. I'm going to oh, take no. us back okay. to what I actually considered to be my hometown because it's the first place I remember living, but technically not. Quote, the first noise we heard was somebody sobbing and then we heard a loud thud like someone just slammed a door. We could see someone through our fence wandering behind the house and wailing. Another neighbor who would later call the police said they heard a man crying and saying, quote, is this really happening? They asked him if he was okay, but he did not respond. So a few weeks back, I spoke about a tragic car crash in Timaru, which killed five teenage boys, you remember? And the car split in two. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Well,
1: unfortunately, Timaru's been met with tragedy again, and the loss of young life. And around 10pm last Thursday evening, Graham Duncan arrived home from work to find his two-year-old twin daughters and their six-year-old older sister murdered. What, just the children? Just the children. Oh my god. Like, it pretty seems quite definite, because his wife was home, and as far as the police are saying and everything's going, the mother is the culprit.
0: I mean, logic says that, right?
1: So, the family had just arrived in New Zealand. They'd been planning to move there for two years, and had only just left their 14-day quarantine. Uh, They'd posted a photo on August 30th, which showed all the girls with little soft toy Kiwis as they arrived in New Zealand, and both parents were doctors and had moved from South Africa where those who knew them have said they Mm -hmm. were a very loving family. They spoke highly of both the mother and father. Uh, They did note that the woman, however, she was seemingly a bit introverted and quiet. However, apart from one Facebook post she'd made earlier this year, there was no real sign of concern. You know, just, she's quiet, whatever. That doesn't mean you're a fucking murderer.
0: (laughs) Well, I was was about to say that. As an introvert, I feel like (laughs) I have to defend that. that.
1: (laughs) So that post read, Unfortunately, we live in a world where if you break a bone, everyone comes to sign the cast. But if you tell people you're depressed, they run the other way. Mm. Not an untrue statement. The same post also made references to Demi Lovato, Robin Williams, and Carrie Fisher, which I don't entirely understand because Carrie Fisher didn't have a suicide.
0: No, I mean, she cancelled, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: well, it was a heart attack, actually. Oh, sorry, yeah. So, whatever, I didn't read the whole post. Don't know the situation with Demi Lovato. I saw Robin Williams, I'm like, hmm, okay. Uh, They also described the mother as being very humble, and that both parents were, like, super nice, lovely people. Apparently the dad... Seems like a really cool guy. Um. So after they'd arrived in Timaru, everything had seemed normal, and you know the mother had been asking where was best to like get furniture from in the town to finish the new house. What schools were best to send her children to? So you Mm -hmm. know there was no signs that there was anything wrong or anything like that. They said they'd just moved to New Zealand from South Africa, so all their family's back in South Africa, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. And they're all in shock over what's happened. The couple's long-term nanny had again nothing but praise to say about the parents, and she mentioned how all the girls were very. Special to the couple because they had had issues conceiving, so it was like a like a miracle that they even had three kids in the first place. Uh, they're right, all okay. really well behaved; like they never like you know they did what they were told. They weren't you know they didn't make a fuss. Uh, she never saw any signs in the home of neglect or violence or any issues at all in her time working for them. Uh, then Annie has tried <laughs> contacting the father since hearing of the incident, but there's been no response because obviously she's naturally very upset about the situation. "Quote: I am torn apart. Part of me is gone, and it's like." those kids, they were my kids too, because I raised them. They were such nice children. I don't know what to do about this because the only question I've got now is what happened? What went wrong?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's like the question that everyone asks when like something Mm. like this happens.
1: And look, spoiler alert, I don't have any answers for you today. It generally Uh, isn't. Maybe in the future, if I remember to check up on this one. Yes. So she has already appeared in the Timaru District Court, where she remains silent the whole time. Uh, She was described as being, appearing quite distressed and drawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's made no plea, and she's been kept in a secure mental health unit until she faces the Timaru High Court on October 5th. Because uh, of New Zealand law, most of the details are being suppressed. So at the time, there's no public known cause of death or like what kind of injuries the children suffered, which, fine.
0: I was going to say, it's kind of morbid, but I was curious. I, I, I'm the um, same. Where I'm like, I, I am guess... always
1: curious, but... It's respectful. Well, I guess it's just like, did yeah. they suffer?
0: That that, that that was the question that I yeah. wanted answered. Not so much because it's like murder yeah. porn or whatever, but just more like how bad was it, yeah. I guess.
1: Yeah. So the mayor of Timuru had this to say, quote, Again, unfortunately, it seems that the community has had layers of tragedy with the five young lads that passed away. So it is really tough. I think the community will be thinking, why is this happening in a place like ours? There are a lot of pressures on society at the moment, and you have to question the support around mental health. And are we doing things right in this country? I question that we are probably not.
0: I feel like we've had many discussions about mental health on this podcast. And I think the thing that we always come to is that there's no good answer, unfortunately.
1: Except that we probably need to do more. But I don't know what that is.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, we definitely don't do enough. But again, like, I don't know what the answer is. Because there's there's so much that we still don't Mm. know about, like, mental health and stuff that it makes it so difficult to know what the right answer is. Yeah. I will I will like cuz I did see uh, headlines for this story. Um I didn't read any of the articles, but um I'm going to just point out the one that I seen on the Daily Mail in particular made it sound like they were blaming the hotel quarantine. Yeah. Which didn't appreciate to I be honest. I did use
1: that one. I used about three articles.
0: But yeah, I don't know. The implication I got from their headline was very much like, "Oh, hold, hotel hotel quarantine sent her crazy." Which I don't think that's true. <laughs> well, that was um Really terrible, yeah, I hope you have something to bring it up. um I mean, I do, but I don't know how to like transition mm. into it, so I'm just gonna do it anyway. Uh, so this story is a bit of a did you know Australian okay. history edition, so I found out about this in the past week, and I honestly didn't know about this, and like I've lived in Australia my entire life. Yep.
1: she's never left the country.
0: Well, I've always <laughs> lived here. And, like, I went to school here. This part of history was very um, not mentioned, I guess, is what I'm saying. So did did you know that when Australia was first colonized, rum was used as currency? Oh, no. There you go. So I'm not the only one. So when the first fleet arrived, they did have some English coins on board. It was about 300 pounds worth. And they did have some other coins, which I'm assuming people picked up in their travels, which was um, from India, Spain, and the Netherlands. But the issue was is that no one could really agree on what their value was in mm. Australia, and the fact that there were different currencies being used was just like confusing. Yep. So instead, like by 70, like 1790, rum was the main currency oh. in Australia. <laughs> so the worst thing is that, the worst thing about this is that they found that if like, the convicts would work harder if they were paid in, in rum, <laughs> which is how it started, which I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> So it did create a lot of issues, um, because there was sort of a select people, a, a select group of people who controlled the rum in New South Wales, and as a result, like, they became very mm. rich, and the workers who were paid in rum would just drink it, instead of,
1: like, actually buying things yeah. that they needed.
0: Despite all of that, it was definitely by far the most popular form of currency at the time.
1: Hmm. And we wonder why the drinking culture in Australia is so bad.
0: <laughs> right? It started <laughs> early.
1: No, I heard recently is that <laughs> Brisbane, is like like... is New South Wales' convict colony. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, Brisbane started when the convicts who were deported to Sydney committed further crimes and they didn't know where to put them. They sent them to Brisbane. That was what it was set up as. So Brisbane is a convict colony's convict colony.
0: (laughs) I'm sure Brisbane (laughs) loves knowing that. Uh, (laughs) um, So when I say rum, also, I don't just mean like rum as we know it today. Apparently rum was just a blanket term for spirits back then, which is interesting. By 1800... Rum was extremely valuable in Australia. It was being imported for 10 pence a gallon and was being sold for two pounds. And everyone was trading with it. Even the construction of the church in New South Wales had been paid for in <laughs> rum, which I love that. I don't know which church that is, though. Which was the first church? I don't know. But I should have, mm. I should have Googled that so that I could look at it and go, that was paid for in
1: rum. It shouldn't have to be like one near the rocks, right?
0: You would think so. So if that isn't weird enough for you... Rum was the reason that we had our first and only takeover of the government. So the Rum Rebellion (laughs) occurred in 1808 uh, when the military decided to overthrow Governor William Bly um, because he was trying to prohibit the use of rum as currency. Uh, So basically a bunch of like military people... Got together and because they kind of controlled the rum as well, so they definitely didn't want the rum to yeah. go away. Uh, so he, he was like uh, the governor at the time, William Bly, He was trying to control um, visiting ships and ordered that they could only be paid mm. in sterling, not rum. So this caused like a huge divide, and so those who had the monopoly of the trade of rum at the time, which was <laughs> they later called what well, was later called the Rum Corps, but it was actually just the New South Wales Corps, <laughs> like. <laughs> So I, I like that. I think that's kind of funny. Um, but they were obviously not particularly happy with that and just overthrew the government. Over rum. This is such an Australian thing I've, I think I've ever read. So the New South Wales Corps controlled the government for two years. So in 1810, uh, Lachlan Macquarie was then made to be the colony's new governor. But joke's on them because eventually Macquarie actually ended up producing the first official
1: currency in Australia and it wasn't rum. Well, I mean, it's not sustainable, right? <laughs> Can you imagine if we're still trading at rum it's today. Not, it's
0: absolutely not.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's um, a better use of Bundaberg rum know than if, drinking it.
0: Absolutely, because you shouldn't drink it. Just worst thing ever happened to rumble. Oh, it's so bad. It's the reason I thought I hated rum for the longest time. because I'm like, oh, that's no, what rum tastes rum is like. So All nice right. and sweet and it is Bundaberg rum is. is just it's ooh. just Bundy that's like the absolute worst. <laughs> I have strong opinions on Bundy, and I know people are going to disagree with me, but it's fucking it's the terrible. Shittish rum, truly. Anyway, th- that's the whole thing. I just thought that was really funny. That <laughs> that's cool. I didn't know that we were just like trading in alcohol, and then we had a fucking rebellion against the government because of rum. I don't know. I find that really the military
1: coup for some
0: reason. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's basically what it was.
1: God. <laughs> Last story, real little quick one. Are you okay? Just, uh, I was stretching, stretch, okay. stretch, stretch. So we were in Discord the other week, and you went AFK. For a bit longer than expected, because uh, you've gone to your bathroom, or your toilet, rather, which is separate, uh, which you have to go through your laundry okay. to get to, correct?
0: Yes, this is correct. And
1: you encountered a cockroach. I did. Gross, icky. Very uncommon to see in Melbourne.
0: Yes, I did not appreciate its, its invasion at all.
1: Uh, the three years we've lived here, I've only seen three, and yours is the fourth I've known about, so not common. It's part of the yeah. reason I don't want to go back to Sydney, because it's infested with roaches.
0: Seriously, Sydney, so many cockroaches. Like, what the fuck? What What yeah, happened in Sydney? So I don't know.
1: It's gross. So many. Like, you go out on the street at night and they're just on the sidewalk with you. You're like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's disgusting. Like, I I don't know. It's weird because I don't think I noticed at first that we hadn't seen many I in did. Melbourne. Until you see one, then you're like, I oh, did, yeah. That's
1: just because, like, I'm terrified of cockroaches. So, like, I notice them all the time. I have, like, 60 cents for, like, <gasps> detecting cockroaches. I <laughs> found a fucking slug in my room last night. Just climbing up a wall. Picked him on some toilet paper, threw him outside in the rain. Chilling? Yeah, he was just, just chill. chilling. to kill he I'm like, no, I didn't kill the slug. No. I have like a million snails kidding. in my backyard. Anyway, I think, though, you'll be thankful that it was a cockroach, compared to what this woman found in her laundry. Oh, God. Upon walking to her laundry, Kylie was confronted by what she describes as a tree snake orgy. Ew! On her windowsill, there are at least two, possibly four, snakes in a pile of noodles. And if you're panning <laughs> down in the video, because she filmed it, so there's a film in the link if you want to see it, um, there is another snake- that has wrapped itself down around under her sink, which has exposed drain pipe, and it's starting to move onto the floor. I hate <laughs> why everything. Are there, but... Why are there so many? I can, like, it takes place yeah. in, like, I think she lives, like, near Townsville or in Townsville. So I can understand. You go to your laundry okay. and you find I get snake. it a bit more. But five? Where'd they all come from? Well, I mean, why if they're they having an orgy, I mean, that they're not having sense. an orgy, they're just hanging out. But, like, <laughs> how long had she been <laughs> away from her laundry? What's the time yeah, frame Yeah, for, like, here?
0: five to make their way, yeah.
1: It's uh, a lot of did snakes. She call snake catchers because, you know, fuck trying to deal that yourself. I mean, they're tree snakes. I don't think they're too bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter what snake it is. You still don't want to get bitten yeah. by one. It wouldn't be a pleasant uh, it experience.
1: Tri- it was the uh, snake catchers she asked if they were having an orgy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they loved that <laughs> they question. an orgy? <laughs> I mean, maybe it's their business, right?
1: You know, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, they are mildly venomous. I'm just Googling but they are not considered dangerous to an adult human and no known deaths have occurred.
0: Even if it was like a python or something, I still wouldn't want to touch it because, like, they'll fuck you up. Like, yeah.
1: there's little guys. I don't, I don't, I don't want that. Um, they're pretty big. Like, S- Stay away from it. They get up to, like, 5.4 foot. Jesus. There's a lot of feet to have on a snake, which has typically got zero feet. But
0: I mean, that's a, a human. <laughs> I
1: was say Short a human, human, but a human. <laughs> a true manlet.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, we know someone who's uh, shorter than that, so. Do we? Well, Mint's like
1: 5'2". two. Yes. Manlet.
0: My Nan's like 4'11".
1: Mintlet. Oh my god. Jesus That's, it, that's my last little quick snake story. Just so, you know, end the episode off of a snake orgy.
0: Just, just... Snorgy. Snake orgy? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that for some reason.
1: <laughs> Snorgy.
0: Making me uncomfortable.
1: I mean, all gake just sounds weird. Mm,
0: Okay. Uh, (laughs) Moving right along. Ogake. Take it back. Can't. I wish you could.
1: You'll think about it tonight as you go into bed. You'll be like, fucking Ogake. Ogake. (laughs) Snipe.
0: I mean, I hope I never think about it again, but okay.
1: (laughs) You know what I can't get out of my head? There's a video I shared in the Discord of like Walter White from Breaking Bad and Parappa the Rapper. It's constantly playing in my head. I never even watched that show, and I never even played Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> Why would it Oh my God. alone? This is where I watched <laughs> Hank die, Parappa. This is where you watched Hank die. And that's all it is. It's just on loop in my head. Dear Lord. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I figured.
0: Well, I've never seen Breaking Bad, so I looked at the thumbnail and went, oh, I don't know, I'm not going to get it.
1: <laughs> that doesn't mean you won't find something funny.
0: <laughs> I guess, I don't know.
1: I click on every link people send me.
0: Oh, really? I mean, you probably shouldn't admit that. I feel like <laughs> this is
1: opening you up to, um... Some weird links. I look, I already get weird links. All right.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say that's the only thing that yeah, people ever
1: send you. It's the only time anyone ever contacts me, they want to send me weird shit. And then everyone's like, "Where do you, you find know this that you'll stuff?" Appreciate like, I it. literally don't. People just send it to me. That's the weird part. People are like, "Where yeah. do you find this?" W-? No,
0: that's because they know that you enjoy it. Yeah,
1: but people are like, "Oh, where do you even find this weird shit?" I'm like, I don't. It just comes to me. <laughs> it's a weird, a weird. What's And I appreciate it.
0: I mean, same, but for different reasons.
1: All right, I got sent a picture of like. Fucking, it was like a little cartoon of like, mm. God, I don't know if I can say this.
0: I mean, you can cut it out. You can just tell me and we can cut it out.
1: I guess. Yeah. So it was like a, a, a cartoon. It was like based on like Avatar, The Last Airbender. Blood bends his dick back into an erection. <sighs>
0: <laughs> I hate that too. I actually hate it. My
1: response it. to that when someone says like, this is why blood bending is illegal. <laughs> so bad. <laughs>
0: That that is that oh is fucking god
1: terrible. Who thinks <laughs> of that and then sits down and draws it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I'm don't thankful worry. that they use the like people out there. bananas instead of showing the <laughs> the character's dick. But like, you don't see anything obscene in it. But just like the implications, I was like, oh my god, dear lord, family friendly entertainment only was- on Fuck Me Dead.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, because a, a podcast called Fuck Me Dead is definitely going to be family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that brings us
1: to the this end. Is the end.
0: I I do believe that that means that there's an outro for you
1: to say. <laughs> no, that's just now. I'm just leaving it there. This is the end. <laughs> I wonder if that's how we had decided to end every episode.
0: <laughs> what, like this is the end, <laughs> and then
1: silence? Just two minutes of silence, and the <laughs> video just stops. Instead of the usual, (laughs) like, how you can send us an email at fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at fmedeadpodcast. Visit our website, fmedeadpodcast.com. If you feel so inclined, you could subscribe, leave a review, like, share, tell your friends, get your mum in on the show. It's good entertainment for all our kids. And as always, if you'd like to donate, you could do so at com forward slash fmedeadpodcast. Beautiful. Like a tree snake orgy.
0: Um, (laughs) I don't know if I signed up for this. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, the podcast was your idea so it, it, it was it was this is true
0: <laughs> so i did sign up for this i guess
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> On the Sorry, next episode enjoy a new host amanda and i don't know my imaginary <laughs> amanda friend, <and> not cj <laughs> <laughs> okay uh <laughs> gonna finish that up
0: there i think what do i usually say
1: thank you so much for listening oh yeah blah blah, blah.
0: Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back at the same time next week.
1: ta and Farewell. Goodbye.